Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you're about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. Colossians chapter 1 verse 15. Colossians chapter 1 verse 15. The Bible says that who is the image image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. He's talking about Jesus. Verse 16, the Bible says that for by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in the earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominion or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. Now, remember, we are talking about the new creation, understanding the new creation. Now, what we are reading now is another kind of creation that, you know, Jesus created. Now, in the Greek, the word created is the word tisis, K-T-I-S-I-S, which means that bringing something into being which has never existed. All right? Bringing something into existence which has never existed. Now, I just understand and I know that a lot of believers have not come to this realization. That is why a lot of believers think that they are born again, they are new creations, but they are still this body. And that is why we are here to give understanding to exactly who we are. Now, the Bible says that Jesus Christ in him. Now, this scripture talks about before God created heaven and before he created Jesus created the earth um, everything that was created was in him so the Bible says that things that are in heaven which means heaven was created and the things in heaven were created into heaven and it said things that are in the earth which means that the earth was also created and the things in, in the earth were created then he went above and said things that we can see visible and then things that we cannot see invisible then he said whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers he said all things were created through him and unto him show me the the tpt he said for in him was created the universe of things both in the heavenly realm and on the earth all that is seen and all that is unseen every seat of power say every seat of power 
realm of government principality and authority okay the bible says that it exists through him and for his purpose now the word is they exist through him which means that outside him nothing exists because i'm going to tell you how death came about outside him nothing exists but in him all things exist and all things have their being life is given in him the trees the rocks the seas whatever you can think about they all have their existence and their life in christ can you see this now this creation is what we call the old creation all these things you see that they are called the old creation now when god created this you can see here that there was nothing like sin or death created which means that when god created this jesus created these amazing things he did not create death but somewhere somehow today we talk about death a lot we talk about sin a lot now sin was was not created it was manufactured by the devil now the bible says that sin is a mystery which means that nobody can tell how sin came about i know you read your bible and you have seen you have heard people preach and say that you know the devil decided to sit on god's throne or you know he did a few things and and god sucked him from heaven that was the aftermath but the reality of sin coming into existence nobody knows the day we get into heaven we shall know because sin is a mystery so one day there is a man called the antichrist the bible calls him the mystery man of sin can you see this just as jesus is the word of god that came into the world he's called the mystery man of the word the seed of god so sin came into existence which was not part of the plan of god what god wanted to do was to reveal all the amazing and the beautiful things that he had in his mind through jesus christ but somewhere somehow the devil interfered with the plan of god are you with me tonight all right then when satan manufactured sin now the evidence of sin is death anytime sin appears it contains death so the day satan manufactured sin sin killed him or in fact death killed him and satan died eternally i know some of you have said why wouldn't the devil beg god so that all the things that men are going through will come to an end am i talking to somebody but the point is if satan has not died eternally when we say you have died eternally it means that you have died forever and there is no bringing back if you understand it you understand you're born again you understand why you are called a born again you understand why you are called the new creation and you have the eternal life satan is dead forever he's dead the first face of death he's about to die the last death can i tell you something satan is about to die and death is about to die and they will all die in death the bible says the lake of fire is the second death satan will be thrown into it death will be thrown into it and all the false prophets and people that are not in they shall be thrown even hell 
shall be thrown into death. So the Bible says that, and the last enemy, Satan is not the last enemy. The Satan that people are afraid of, he is not the last enemy. It is death that is the last enemy. Are you with me? Now, when sin came into being and Satan died, God banished him and threw him into the earth. But you see, before Satan came into the world, the world was already created. This world that you see did not begin from Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. It had already be begun before Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. Now, in Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, God was telling us how the world was new and created and angels were the ones and Lucifer was the one that was leading and governing the earth. So when you read the book of Job chapter 1, the Bible says that one day when God and his sons, angels, were, were having a discussion, the Bible says that Satan also came. He ascends. He knows how to ascend to the throne where God is. Now, when he landed on the earth with his, you know, one third of the angels, God's anger. Now, let me show you something here. The day Satan sinned against God or he broke the law. Sin means breaking the law. So the day Satan broke a law, which we will find out when we go to heaven, the judgment of God, which he never wanted to show men, was released. So the judgment of God came into being. Because sin must always go with the judgment. It's called condemnation. So sin came into being. The judgment of God was released. So Satan was judged. reason why he died. And then he came into the world. I'm telling you a story. Do you like my story? Then he came into the earth. When he came into the earth, the judgment of God was so much that every natural cause, the sun was already there. The waters were already there. But you see, God caused the water to freeze up, according to the book of Job. And it killed every living thing. Light loosed its power. And caused darkness to swallow up light. A whole lot. There was chaos. Everywhere. Because of the fall of the devil. And because of the judgment of God. The reason why if you don't have Christ. You must come into him quickly. Because his judgment you can stand. No one can stand it. His judgment alone caused the earth to shake. And was, there was chaos. <laughs> can you imagine. That the Bible says that the clouds. The ones you see there. When the judgment of God came, the clouds were under the waters. And in the restoration of the world, God had to separate the skies from the waters. That was how crazy it was. But that is not what I want to say. Now, all these things were part of the old creation that God made. So now, God decided to make a man. And I use the word make. <laughs> so in Genesis chapter 1 verse 26... The Bible says that, and God said, let us make man. Now the word is make, you can see there. Make man in our image. Because God had a plan. Then he said, after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the seas. And over the fowls of the air and over the cattle and over, you know, all the, over all the earth. And over the, every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. I'm going to tell you something that will shock you. When God said, let us make man, Adam was not who he was talking about. Because 
if Adam was who he was talking about, after saying, let us make man, the next verse will say, and God made man. What does the next verse say? He said, and God created man. Now, the creation here is the spirit man, Adam, who was a type of Christ, the original making that was going to come. So, when God said, let us make man, Adam was not the one on his mind. It was, the, it was Christ, his son. Because God had an original plan that he was going to have a son who was going to have sons and bring sons unto him. So he used Adam as a similitude of the original son that will be coming. So the man that he created in the Greek is called Bara. Now it means that God brought something that never existed into being. So God created a spirit, man called Adam. Then in Genesis chapter 2 verse 7, the Bible says that after he had conferred a lot of blessings from verse 27 to 31, in chapter 2 verse 7, the Bible says that and God formed man. Look at it. There's no made here. And God did what? Formed. Now the first one he said and God created. Now here he says and God formed. You see, things of the spirit are created. Things on the earth are formed. The word form here is the Hebrew word potter. Like a potter. You know, taking a clay and, and forming something. Now, God had to create a body in the earth for the spirit man Adam to come and live in. Are you with me? Now, when he had done this, the Bible says that he breathed the breath he, he breathed into the nostrils of the breath of life into the man Adam. Okay? And man became man was not made he became now the word became here explains it this way the spirit of man the body of man came together and the soul was formed which means that <laughs> the clay would have been lifeless even though it had the potential to move and to feel and to do other things are you with me beautiful so you can see here that adam was not the original man god wanted to make now, when Adam was, was, was created, formed, and his soul was, you know, came into existence, the Bible says that the devil came into the garden, you know the story, and then he deceived Adam and Eve, or Eve, but the Bible put it on Adam. So he deceived Adam, and Adam consented to the deceitfulness of the devil. The Bible says that my son, if sin entices you, he said, consent not. But Adam consented to sin. Now, the sin that was, 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 was manufactured by the devil was around, but it had not entered into the world. Why? Because sin was powerful, but in the realms of men, sin needed somebody that is an original resident of the earth. To introduce what is outside into the earth. Can you see that? So the Bible says that in Romans 5 verse 12. The Bible says that through one man sin entered into the world. Who is the man? Adam. Sin that was outside now entered into the earth because of Adam. Can I come here? 
So sin now entered into the earth. Can you see that? He said, wherefore, as by one man, sin what? Entered. Which means sin was outside. But now, can you see this? Now, if you understand this one, you will know how you allow devils into things. It takes a man to allow devils into things. If you don't allow them, they cannot. They don't have the right. Some people allow the devils into their rooms, into their marriages, into their offices, into, you just, there is a way to invite them into. It takes a man to bring them in. And it takes a man to cast them out. So the Bible says that sin entered into the world and death by sin, you see. And so death passed on upon all men for that all men have what? All have sinned. Now, do you realize in Genesis chapter 1, when God, in chapter 3, when God has cursed uh, the, the serpent, the first thing we saw after Adam had had children, Cain and Abel, what was the first thing you saw? Death. Death. The evidence of sin and the abundance of sin is death. Because sin had now entered into the world. And sin announced itself by death. Now, listen. The Bible says that there was a tree called the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Is that correct? Okay. Till date, everybody is saying what they can say about that tree. Some say it is apple. Some say it is watermelon. Some say it is guava. But I tell you what exactly it is. According to my understanding of the scriptures. Now, the tree of good, of the knowledge of good and evil, was the judgment of God that was released. He planted it in the garden. And he told man, don't touch my judgment. If you touch my judgment, you are condemned. So when Adam and Eve touched the, 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 the tree, they were condemned. Now, to be condemned means that you have moved from good to bad. <laughs> Can you see that? That is why the tree is called good, knowledge of good and evil. But you see, the point is that that same, that same tree is from one seed. I know some people will say, Let us, I will pluck all the good tree, all the good um, fruit. Please, the fruits are not good and some bad. One fruit is called knowledge of good and evil. And that is an emblem. It's a sign of condemnation. Can you see that? So the day Adam ate it, condemnation fell on men. And when a man is condemned, it's like when you go to, you know, the courts and you've done something really bad and you are condemned to, to death you will die because what follows it is death so now all men were condemned because of the sin of Adam that he introduced into the world can you see this so after sin came into the world death announced itself and death began to increase and death began to increase and you know you didn't need to teach a man what, what murder is or what sin is Sin was already abounding. And sin has abounded. Listen, the man that committed sin, brought sin into the world, remember, he did not fornicate in the garden. He did not drink alcohol in the garden. He did not masturbate in the garden. He didn't do all the things that we know today. Yet God said he has sinned. 
Can you see it? So what exactly did the man do? What exactly did Adam do? I'll tell you later. But Adam sinned. And sin now entered and began to kill men. Sin became a king. In fact, death became a king. Now let me show you how a man dies. Sin and death work together. If you are not in Christ and, and, and Satan entices you with sin. Now when sin is coming, it always comes with death according to the book of Revelation. Death, sin is sitting on a horse and death is walking with him. So if sin hits you, death carries you. You see, death is a spirit and a place. So the spirit of death takes you and now puts you in himself and releases you into a place called hell waiting for the final death his senior brother can you see this <laughs> so now god had a restoration mind and then he said look i'm going to go all out to make sure that this thing is dealt with because sin is so powerful and death is so powerful so god began to work with the people that that were coming out from genesis chapter 1 all the way to genesis chapter 11 but the more God was showing them love, the more sin was abounding and abounding and abounding and abounding until God says that I will not deal with these people again. Then the Bible says that in Genesis chapter 12, God found a man called Abraham and God chose him and said, look, I want to find a new crop of people that I'm going to choose for myself. They are going to be my people. They are going to be my firstborns and I'm going to show my mighty power through their hands. And so God chose these people through Abraham after 430 years when he spoke to Abraham. Now, the vision of God came to pass. Now, when God brought the people of Israel because they were in bondage, that's where they were born from. <laughs> they were born out of Egypt. And when they came out of Egypt, they walked with God and saw the mighty hands of God. They saw amazing things that God did. And then later, after God was doing everything free for them, he was bringing them birds to, you know, as food. He was bringing them manna as food. He was, he was bringing water out of the rock for them to drink. He was dividing the sea for them to go through. He was protecting them with a pillar of cloud and a pillar of fire. God was doing all these amazing things for them for free. And that was a sign of grace. Until one day, God said, Moses, go and tell my people that I'm going to ask them to do you know abc and the people had the audacity to tell moses go and tell your god that whatever he says we should do we will do it that was when god says really you will do it you have the boldness you have the kappa then he said moses come up with me onto the mount and then he said circle draw a circle around the mount from today I am going to give you instruction for to them because they said they would do it and he said even if an animal crosses this line let him be killed that's when the anger of god began to elevate so then so you see it wasn't god's intention to give the people law it was their desire for law because they told god they could do it that is why the ten commandments reads putting you in the picture you shall not do this you shall not do this you shall not do this. He said, you, you shall not do it. He said, yes, I can do it. You shall not call the Lord your God in vain. He said, yes, I can do it. So God began to give the law to them. Now, you see, when people are angry, 
there are things you can say without thinking till the anger goes then you know you have made a big mistake so you know when 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 they were angry and they said they could do it they had forgotten that these are words from a spirit we are men men cannot stand and and covenant with 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 a supreme being with a god a spirit that you cannot even see are you with me so thank you jesus so they couldn't meet any requirement of the law now the law too did not it wasn't part of the plan of god just as sin entered the law also entered in Romans chapter 5 verse 20 the bible says that the law entered that sin might abound what does it mean it means that sin was there people were sinning including abraham abraham slept with hagar if the law had come abraham would have died but because there was no law the bible said that there was sin but sin was not imputed to them it was not credited to the account so when the law came then the law began to point to them that this thing that you have done is called sin and once it is sin then you must pay for once it is sin then you must pay for so this began to go on and on and on and on and on and men could not then god had mercy again and says that you see i cannot take away this thing fully because spiritual principles have been broken and so let's find a way to atone these things so god introduced now sacrifices of of animals which was actually a representation of the original man that he was about to make in genesis chapter one remember jesus is also called the last adam so there's the first adam he was not the original jesus is the last adam what did he come to do he came to put an end to everything adam that is why it's called the last adam <laughs> so you see he was the one god was waiting for but before his coming god allowed them to have certain kind of sacrifices and everything was pointing to the original sacrifice that will be coming so they had the sacrifices of you know burnt offerings peace offering grain offerings a whole about five of them and these five represented grace the man that was coming the Bible says that, says that the law came through Moses, but grace came through Jesus Christ. So Jesus came with grace. That is the number five. Now, before Jesus came, <laughs> men were miserable. I'm not sure any of most of us will be here by now. Because in the book of Leviticus, there was a law that I read. It says that when you are you are a child. A young man a young woman and you are stubborn your parents talk to you but you don't listen and they talk and talk and talk the bible says that they should bring you to the church lock you up for one week after one week they should put you out there and stone you to death that is one of the laws what people don't know is that you see the law was 10 written i don't have time to get into it but then the law began to magnify and other laws came out of the law so the total law that men had from God was 613 laws. And the Bible says that if you break one, you have broken all. 
So you see, you can, you can obey every one of them until maybe the last one. If you miss the last one, you have broken 613 laws. And if you break the law, the penalty is death. Now, the reason why a lot of Christians don't appreciate grace is because they don't understand the law. None of us would have been alive. None of us would have been here. The earth could have opened for you to get into. Read your Bible. The angel of God could have struck you. Do you remember in Egypt? When the spirit of death came, it, did not, it didn't care whether you are Egyptian or Jew. Once you don't have the blood, you die. The mercy was not like today. Can you see it? Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay. So God realized that, you know, the sacrifices were not, it was not able to handle the matter. Because when the blood come out of the animals, God will forgive their sins for one year. From January 1st to 31st December. Now, from, from the next January 1st, they must sacrifice another animal. Now, the, sacrifice, the sacrifices were not automatic. If they present their sacrifice to God and God does not accept it, it means that year, nobody will be forgiven. Nobody will be forgiven. Nobody. That was how dangerous it was. <laughs> so when God realized this one, what he did was that now, he now brought this, the man that he, he had in mind to make. Don't be confused about this. When you study it, you will find out that Adam was not the man that was, make, was made. <laughs> now, in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 5, look at something here. Look at it. He says, Wherefore, when he cometh, into the world, Jesus. He saith, Sacrifices and offering thou wouldest not, but a body thou hast prepared me. Let's do amplified. Hence, when he, Christ, entered into the world, he said, Sacrifices. I told you about the sacrifices. Sacrifices and offerings. You have not desired. Even though they were sacrificing, God didn't like it. He was just, you know, he, he was just, they were just whiling away time for the original because this is not what he wanted. So he said, you have not desired, but instead you have made. Can you see that? You have made ready a body for me to offer. Now remember in Genesis chapter 1 the Bible says let us make man in our image and God created. Now the, I told you the creation there was a spirit man and he formed a body and man the spirit entered into the body. Now when Jesus was coming Jesus is not, was not a body. Jesus also came as a spirit. A body was made for him. So just like Adam came the last Adam also came in that similitude. Can you see that? <laughs> that 
is how you also came. I will show you. So he made a body and Jesus entered the body and came into the world. Now, one amazing thing happened. When sin entered into the world in the book of Genesis chapter 1, chapter 3, ladies and gentlemen, three things happened. Man that was created a spirit that lived in a formed body and had a soul all these three were affected by sin now the spirit of man was muted it was alienated from god it was separated from god now the soul of a man was corrupted now every spiritual element and engagement by the soul of man was now cut off and now man began to now the soul of man began to now live on what we call senses what we see what we hear how we feel and so on and so forth because they were cut, the soul was cut from the spirit from the connection now if you are here and you don't know jesus you have not received jesus into your heart you are cut off like you are you are dead ladies and gentlemen that is why it is wrong to tell people give your life to christ it's not correct an unbeliever does not have a life an unbeliever is dead so what we are supposed to tell them sometimes we assure them they have a life reason why they boast and say hey i won't come to church i won't give no i won't give my life to christ you are dead you are cut off that is how we were look at ephesians chapter 2 verse 5 the bible says that once we were dead to sin but we have been made alive He said, even when we were dead, look at it. We were dead in sins. Had quickened. The word quickened here is made alive. Show me King James. Um, amplified quickly. He said, even when we were dead, slain by our own shortcomings and trespasses, he made us alive together in fellowship and in union with Christ. Life is only found in Christ. If you don't have Christ, if you are not in Christ, you are dead. So every born again, every unbeliever is dead. They are just waiting for the for the final death. Can you see that? You are dead. So you, you are, I'll give my life to come and give your life to Christ. It's not correct. I know you have heard it. They've said it severally, severally. This is why God has called me to bring some clarity into these things. So the, the unbeliever doesn't have any life. The unbeliever rather needs life from Jesus to be made alive. Because until the man is made alive, he cannot be in union with Christ. And I'm telling you, if you don't have union with Christ, you are cut off, you are dead. So when Adam was cut off from God, his spirit was alienated from God. His soul was corrupted. His body began to die. The body of man that God created from the beginning was not supposed to die. But when sin came into man, body now received mortality the body cannot live now any longer please get this thing straight so adam spirit was dead that is how come he grew up to 930 years but he died at the end of the day can i tell you something the intentions of god for man was for man to live a day and beyond 
in the earth you live by this in the spirit realm we live by in the year in the earth you live by years in the in the in the in the spiritual we live by this yeah you need to you need to get that picture once you appreciate once you get it you will know that methuselah was not up to a day old methuselah was 969 years and you are excited i want to be the day you get to understand eternal life you will understand 969 it's just 0.96 0.96 days. He is not even a day old. Somebody say, thank God for eternal life. Okay. I'm rushing there because I didn't start early. I have a lot of things to say. I want to lay the foundation today, then tomorrow we get in there. Are you following the story? Okay. So now, when Jesus came to cut the story short, the intentions of God was not a group of people called Jews. The intention that God had to bring salvation was for all men, everyone. Okay? That's why the Bible says that for God so loved the world, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Okay? Now in the book of John chapter 1 verse 10, the Bible says that and Jesus was in the world, but the world knew him not. Then he came unto his own, his own received him not. Then he said in verse 12, but as many as received him and believed him, to them he gave what? The right to become sons of God. The word power there is the word exousia, which means right. Right to become the children of God. Hallelujah. So you see, when Jesus began to preach all these things and was telling men that the, the original state of man is to be glorified. And that is why I have come. To tell you and show you about the father, the one that sent me. And I am going to make, you know, I'm going to sacrifice my life for every man that lives today, yesterday, and even tomorrow. Now, this eternal sacrifice is going to bring all men back to the original state. Where God had in mind that men shall be like him and reign with him. Can you see that? How many of you know we are going to judge angels? Yeah. No. Can, have you thought about it? Do you, have you seen angel before? <laughs> so how are you going to judge angels? How? How are you going to judge angels? But the Bible says that don't you know that we are going to judge angels? It is because you see the day you became born again and I'm coming there. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Rayma 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-L Jedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny L. Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International, contact 7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-7-
services on plus two three three five four seven two two one seven seven three or plus two three three five zero four three two eight nine five nine for any inquiries. So many people are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean, and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to live from glory to glory, and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed. Oh, 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 o